Welcome to the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And now, your host, Heather Newman. Hello, everyone. Here we are again for another Mavens Do It Better podcast, where we interview extraordinary experts who light a spark in our world. And I am here with Antia Lamartine. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. Nicely done. Thank you. We're actually sitting in Paris, France. Beautiful city. Even was a big strike. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yes, there's a big strike going on right now, and we are actually at the uh, Modern Workplace Conference uh, that's uh, here. It's, I, I don't, have you been to this conference before? I have not. I no. have not either. It's lovely. I think it's, it's a great audience. Yeah. I mean, the people are, are speaking to each other yeah. and having great conversations, and uh, it's wonderfully organized. So yeah. it, it's really been a big turnout, great turnout. Here. Yeah, absolutely. So shout out to Gokan and uh, Patrick yeah. um, Kimune, and just thank you so much for having us. Um, so you're a speaker here. What are you speaking about? So I was speaking about uh, user adoption and change management, and mm -hmm. specifically how to start with your user adoption measures early yep. to really make an impact and not wait until the last minute. How about that? Yeah, what an interesting <laughs> concept, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, what? Maybe we should think about the end user right from the beginning. Uh, wow. Mm. Hmm. That's an interesting concept. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to talk about it. I, I mean... I, my my focus in the in the Microsoft 365 world is user adoption and change management, right. mm -hmm. and um, I I think the user is not addressed from the get go because it's dealing with human beings and it's really not that easy a topic, right? Right. It's much easier to focus on technology and sure. what are we going to roll out? What licenses do we need? What products are we going to turn on first? Yep. And at some point the question comes: Oops, yeah. should we tell anybody about it? <laughs> What might they need? We're going to surprise them. <laughs> Which is, yeah. Right. Yeah. So. I, you think you're, you're talking about starting with the why. Yeah, it's starting with the why. I, I very often like to ask clients, what's your, what are your company goals? Mm -hmm. Because once you have a clear understanding what company goals are, it's much right. easier to actually then find out, well, why would a company go to the cloud, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Okay, if we want to grow through acquisitions and we're going to have many more employees, how do we deal with processes? Is that a reason to go to the cloud? Right. And, uh, but the question is really, why are we doing that? And what's in it for the end user? But what's in it for every human being that works in a company? Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we want well, we want everyone in every moment to be happy and yeah. you know productive and uh, feel good about themselves. But I think also when we dip into you know into the workplace, it is about yes, the tools that we have. But you know, we spend what a third of our lives at work. Shouldn't it be a good place? It's a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. And I, I kind of find it interesting because I find that. I think human beings do fairly well with changes in their private world, technology changes. I mean, when I ask folks, well, do you have a smartphone? Yes, I do. How many apps do you have on it? Many. How often do they get updated? Oh, here and then. Well, how do you deal with the updates? Well, they just run. Yeah. But when the change happens in our workplace with the tools we use there, mm -hmm. for some reason, I haven't figured that out yet why. Maybe it is because we spend so much time in the workplace. Yeah. Um, it, it is usually a challenge. Yeah, and people want to flip the table. I know. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, maybe I, I think that, I don't know, sometimes it's that 
because I don't know work is a thing that you kind of in air quotes have to do you have to go you know it's kind of a required thing that you try and get your work life set up so that it's kind of repetitive or you know routine you know, right routine or my, I have my processes and I have my you know ways that I do things yeah. and then and then when that gets you know messed up by somebody bringing in something new or a new idea I think um, it, it it causes stress maybe you know yeah and I, I think maybe if I think about this now maybe because if something changes at work and I'm having a hard time with the change it can have important sometimes negative consequences mm -hmm. whereas if I don't deal with a change in my private life well it's my private life <laughs> and I mean, maybe my family suffers right yeah, or my yeah, loved yeah. ones right but you yeah. have a different relationship with them right mm -hmm. whereas yeah. in the workplace if a change comes and you have a hard time with the change well that might have consequences that you actually that might even threaten your position in a way right, right. yeah absolutely your status quo your the, the way you're looked at by other people so. yeah Absolutely. So yeah. I think that's why it's hard in the workplace because mm -hmm. we all want to, I, mean, I would assume most of us want to do our best. Yeah, right. And if that doing our best gets disrupted, uh -huh. yeah, that's hard. Yeah, well, and doing our best and I think sometimes maybe also it's uh, doing our best in the mm, most effective way possible or the yeah. easiest way possible or the way we know that's yeah. possible instead of... You know, doing you know, doing something a little bit different that actually is going to save us some time, but it's not the way we've always done it. So you get a little like, about yeah. it, you know. I, I mean, know. In, in the workplace, it's also about achieving things, right? Yeah, right. I mean, I was I, I was reading the the mission statement yesterday again in one of the keynotes mm -hmm. about we we enable people. Microsoft wants to enable enable people to achieve more. Yeah. So I think there is usually the strive and work that mm -hmm. we want to achieve more. Yeah, and that absolutely. That should be the ultimate goal. Yeah, right? agreed. Yeah, and everything. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you and I got a chance to see each other um, at Inspire. No, Ignite. At Ignite. Ignite, yeah, sorry, Ignite. Yeah. That was super fun. And yeah. we were at the Women in Technology uh, luncheon. Diversity and inclusion. Yeah, diversity yes. and inclusion yes. luncheon there uh, with Christine Bongard. Yeah. And what was so fun about that is that we shot a little video and we realized that uh, the WIT Network is putting on their International Women's Day event and it happens to be in Munich. Yep. And you are from Munich. Correct. <laughs> so we're going to see each other again in three months, right? I think it's March 8th, March, I want to say. Yeah, it's the weekend of March yeah. 8th. I, I'm going to work on it. I have, a, I have a prior commitment that I cannot not mm. be at for before that but we'll see but I would love to be there I've actually I've never been to Munich well you know you have a tour guide in me so I <laughs> just like I'd, I'd love to show you around I would love I, to. I always I keep rediscovering my own hometown by yeah. showing it to visitors sure. and I just love yeah it. yeah yeah I love that. I love playing tour guide too I've done that in many cities that I've lived in and yeah. I'm starting to do it in Los Angeles though I don't know that city quite you know as well so. yet but I'm getting there that's for sure um, so growing up in in Germany and in mm -hmm. Munich um, how did you get started in um, technology? Yeah, that's kind of, uh, that's, that's a roundabout way. So I actually have a background in, in the hotel business. Wow. Yeah, and okay. then I worked in the tourism industry for a little while. I was born and raised in Munich, started uh -huh. out in the tourism industry. Okay. I moved to L.A. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Los so Angeles. We spent, talked about that. Yeah, spent yeah. quite a few years in Los Angeles. 
and worked in the tourism industry as well. 9-11 mm. uh, um, stopped that abruptly. Oh, okay. And we were focusing on bringing German and Italian tours to the West Coast, and okay. the moment that event happened, the market just Dropped. stopped. Uh -huh. you know, we got was cancellation. cancellation. So wow. I had to reinvent myself. Yeah. Um, worked a lot in the admin field as administrative assistant, uh, executive assistant, and then made my way with our children to Minneapolis mm. about uh, 13, 14 years ago, as it was right. 10 years in LA, yeah. and then to Minneapolis. And we were free to move about the country, so we picked the Twin Cities because it's a, it's a very strong metropolitan area. Yeah. There's lots of big companies that are headquartered there. Yep. And ended up working in the photography business, and somehow I made my way back into the tourism industry to a software company that was selling revenue optimization software. Okay. Okay. As office manager. Oh wow. And I onboarded all the new employees worldwide and all the different technologies and systems we were using. And we had this project manager who heard that the parent company had something called SharePoint. Oh, okay. And he wanted a SharePoint site, <laughs> and he got a site collection. Okay. And he got two, three teams into the site collection, and six months later, he quit. Okay. Well, and I, since I did all the technology onboarding, my manager said, oh, Archie, why don't you just take on SharePoint? We debated for about two, three weeks that <laughs> I didn't want to do this. I had no idea what it was, right? right? And then when I finally looked at it, I thought, oh, wait a second. So as an office manager, I always have to say no to everything, because if... If you can't do a blender to blend juices for the entire office, you can't do it for one person. Sure. And with SharePoint, I also noticed, well, here I can actually move from a no world into a yes world. Like, yeah, I can help you work smarter. Mm -hmm. Yes, I can build something for you that right. makes your life easier, <laughs> that helps you collaborate. Mm -hmm. So I had to do my office manager and SharePoint job two years at the same time because there was no easy um, moving from one to the other. Mm -hmm. And then we had a change in management and, and SharePoint become, became more uh, prevalent. Sure. And then I just started doing that full time. So okay. kind of helped building out the internet there. Yeah. Moved on to another company um, as a business analyst doing the same, you know, finding out what are the needs of the business, sure. what can we build. But I do come from the business side, so I've always been very close to executive teams and always had a good idea of the overall big picture in a company. Mm -hmm. And uh, that helped me very quickly move into the area of user adoption change management. Because I've been so many times on the receiving end of, oh, here's a new software, right. go use it. Mm -hmm. So I, could, I can really relate to that. But yeah. at the same time, I also understand, well, why does a company make a certain decision mm -hmm. to change something? So this is where I'm connecting the two together right oh that's super cool and we we also figured out that you lived very like very close to the street I live on yes in Los Angeles <laughs> yes. as well so you actually lived in Marina Del Rey I lived in the Marina it's so yeah. funny you know it's hilarious when you have these wonderful conversations like we all do in in our community and we yeah. start sort of peeling back the onion and you're like what you're from where and what happened you know it's just it's so amazing how we're all connected in such a fun way it's a, such a small world in a way yeah and sometimes it takes a while to to find out where you're how yeah. you have been connected when you didn't even know it right yeah or right. the mutual friends that you share or whatever you know like yeah. it happens all the time we were t I was talking about that this morning in our session we were talking about how um, Ducks was relating a story about being in Sri Lanka and having a car breakdown, but mm -hmm. then he tweeted about it, and then, you know, somebody was like, "I was just at your SharePoint Saturday. Come have tea at my house," or, you know, and that thing happens all the time where I'll, you know, some people are like, "Oh, 
you know, social media, you're on there all the time and all this. And I'm like, yeah, but I will tweet something or I'll post something. And then all of a sudden I'm sitting in somebody's, you know, beautiful home somewhere mm-hmm. having goulash, you know, and, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's because not only is it that they live there, but it's like, oh, my parents, you should come hang out with us and do yeah. this and that, you know. And I think that's one of the grateful, thankful things about this community. I mean, I don't know, you feel that too, yeah? Yeah, I, I mean, I've been speaking since 2015, and I was lucky enough to have my first big speaking engagement at the first SharePoint Saturday in Munich. Okay. Right. And I was still living in the U.S. at the time. Mm-hmm. But I also find that no matter where I go to, I mean, it's like it's like family. Yeah. And the great part about it is that it's a family we all chose. Yes. It's not the family <laughs> that we ended up with, right? Right, yes. I mean, like, sometimes it's... And, no matter where you go and mm. you know someone yeah if you need help and reach out people willingly give the help in turn we give help to others yeah. right and it, it doesn't really matter if i'm at an event as a speaker or as a pres- as a as an attendee right i always take something with me yeah oh. and i also go to sessions that are about my own topic use adoption yeah. change because i find it always very interesting to hear perspectives of mm-hmm. another person in that area. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, I always take something with me. I, I love it. Yeah, I agree with you. And I feel like, I don't know, Do you, I, I feel like that particular subject um, has gotten such a sort of a lift in mm-hmm. the last, maybe it's with the dawn of Office 365. Yeah, two, three years, or, I would two, say. Two, three years, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just, if I like, even looking at the schedule here, I was like, wow, there's a lot of sessions yeah. about this topic. And yeah. um, what I like about that I think it's like looking at it we all kind of have similar pillars if you will right there's like there's sort of a a natural mm, curve to the whole process Mm -hmm. but that we all have a different take on it because we have different industries we've worked with and different sizes of companies and like for you you were you know a person who was actually you know a user getting that information and Mm -hmm. I, I like that that we're kind of encompassing all of us and all of our different sort of brain think like in one sort of way right yeah it's um it's it's really um it's really about the experience we bring to a topic Mm -hmm. and all the experiences we've we've made in life different ones from different places working with different people coming from different backgrounds that i think gives everyone a unique perspective yeah and that's where we can learn from each other yeah and this is to me i mean i'm 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 super curious and I I love just listening to what people have to say and mm-hmm. then I think well how does this actually apply to my situation can I relate to it can I not but yeah. the whole thing was user adoption I personally think that it's such a big topic because changes are happening just so much faster nowadays right. yeah. I mean the realities I mean mm-hmm. it's hard to keep up right yeah because the technology keeps developing and I think this is why companies are more and more realizing, wow, this is something we really need to start doing from the get-go. Yeah. And not just when we switch the switch yeah. on some software Absolutely. Right, or platform. Mm-hmm. It's, a, and it's about, like this morning, uh, just a few minutes ago, I was posting something on Teams, on my Content Panda Teams, mm-hmm. and I was looking, I, was, I had uploaded a new file, and I went to go back to the conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not called a conversation anymore. It's called a post. There you go. <laughs> you know, and I was like, Am I missing? Oh no! It's just it changed in my tenant, yeah. and and now and then two other people sitting next to me. I was like, is it is it post in yours or yep. is it still conversation? Yep. You know, and so things are changing at the speed of light. I just noticed the other day I was I was in a in a Teams meeting and I clicked on a file and instead of getting the preview, mm-hmm. the file opened was in the frame in oh. Teams. And oh, I was wow. like, oh, 
oh, I don't know, that's cool. I yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, right? Yeah. Before you had to click, you know, you want to yeah, yeah, yeah. start working on it. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah just switch like go. this. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Um, so talk, tell me a little bit about growing up in Germany and sort of the, 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 your origin story from there, from being a kid and stuff. Yeah, so I, I was born in Munich, and I actually grew up right in the heart of Munich. Really? So maybe I'm of one of the few ones that is again, lives in Munich and is locally from Munich. So I, I yeah. know Munich like my own pocket. I actually went to school in the pedestrian zone okay. in Munich. Right? I don't know what that means. Meaning right in around Just Marienplatz, right oh, in right the heart. There. Yeah. Okay, okay, gotcha. All right. And wow. So when I when I now go to the into the city I, I live on the on on the outskirts of Munich, still the city of Munich, but right mm-hmm. on the border. Right. And uh, when I go into the city, it's like, all right, I'm really home because I used yeah. to take this walk daily to go to school. Right. That's kind of interesting. That's so But cool. um, I don't know. I, I, I always knew that I would not end up at a university studying. Mm. Studying was hard for me. Okay. I wasn't the greatest student. Mm. Um, I always, from early on, I, I really loved being with people and I ended up starting an apprenticeship in the hotel business. Right. Okay. But I have to say that I never really had any specific path or plans in my mind. Right. I mean, I never really dreamt of a white wedding and mm-hmm. I somehow sure. did get a white wedding. <laughs> um, Sometimes that happens. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I never dreamt of having kids and yeah. it somehow worked out and we yeah. have two beautiful daughters. Yeah. But I was always kind of looking for, okay, where can I grow myself and what is it that I really like doing. Right. So I'm also the type of person that if I'm not happy in my work and as long as I can keep learning, right. I'm good. Yeah. Once the learning stops, mm-hmm. then I get antsy. It's yeah. Like, okay, what's the next thing? Right. But it's interesting because I've always been curious about technology, but it, the opportunity was just not there. So it was really, oh, right. it, it, it was, it was just one of those things well okay here take on SharePoint well I'll take a look oh I really like it and I see value in there what Mm -hmm. can I do with it right yeah so I'm very fortunate in that respect I consider myself very lucky yeah Yeah. and but I also do believe that somehow things will fall into place Mm -hmm. so when I have an objective or a goal right I really do my utmost to get there yeah and then at some point I'm able to say all right I did everything I could yeah Maybe the stars are just not lining up now. I'm, I can move on and then maybe see if it comes back later. Yeah, absolutely. So, That's a great attitude to have. Well, it makes life easier, yeah. right? I mean, I, I don't, of course, I stress over things like everybody else as well. I mm-hmm. think that's just normal. But I've just noticed that usually in life, when I needed something, it somehow came to me, even when I didn't see it coming. Yeah. It's like a inherent trust that things will somehow work, work out. out. Yeah. I think the universe provides us things we manifest things yeah. you know like if we um, words are powerful and the things we say out loud yeah manifest both good and bad yeah. you know so you got to be careful with what you say but yeah I, I, but I believe in that too you know it's some people call it faith or some people call it destiny and and but or happenstance or coincidence and yeah. but also I think there's a lot of deliberateness in the world that things are supposed to come to us when they're supposed to. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and I, 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 I very much think along the way I, I will worry about the things that I can control. Yeah. 
and kind of recognize what are the things that I cannot control, mm-hmm. and you manage those. Yeah. But you have to kind of stop worrying about them, right? Because mm-hmm. in the end, you never know how things kind of line up. I mean, the yeah. fact that we actually ended up in the Twin Cities, I've thought about this often because there are lots of large companies in the Twin Cities. That was one of the reasons a strong job market that we moved there. Right. Oh, little did I know that most of these companies were using SharePoint. Right. Yeah. I mean. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of turned out this way. And then on right. top of it, and the Twin Cities has an incredibly strong oh. SharePoint community. Yeah. It's one of the biggest SharePoint Saturdays, right? I, but it's I also, again, this, this yeah. community idea that they were open to take someone in like me who didn't have much previous mm-hmm. experience with that, right? Yeah. They gave me a chance. Yeah. So, yeah, there are a lot of people there that said, absolutely, you can do that. Yeah, that's so Which cool. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. So it's, again, this you, you go for it, mm-hmm. and then you see where it takes you. Yeah, and I think that's the, uh, that is this community, but I, I don't know, more, it's that certain times and moments in your life you feel that, you know, and but, but yeah. I, there's something special about um, this community, for sure, and it's not just us as speakers, I think, or even, like, MVPs or whatever. I find that it's customers too you know that the, absolutely you know yeah. it's it's not necessarily a closed off kind of thing it's that you know we all it's use technology and we all have difficulties and different things that, and I find that it is it is everybody can be a part of it yeah you know and yeah. there's certain ways to, I mean I think Twitter is a very big sort of funny way that we all participate together and connect together but you don't have to do that either you yeah. know so. Yeah, it's, uh, I think the, the what I find so interesting nowadays is that you can really learn a lot and connect a lot, even if you're not yourself constantly on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I am on Twitter, but I'm having a hard time constantly tweeting. That's yeah. just not me. Yeah, totally. I kind of feel like, okay, if I don't really have anything meaningful to say, <laughs> I mean, does the world really care? Do I want to spend those two minutes typing it up? Do you need to see my bowl of oatmeal? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or the wonderful <laughs> dinner that I have in front of me, right? The food pictures. Yes, yes, yes. But I mean that's I think also I mean how how we how we deal with social media is also um, I guess a talent that mm-hmm. some people yeah have an easier time with it and some people don't right yeah. but still if, if if you're on it I mean I initially went came came on Twitter because a lot of the MVPs or a lot of folks mm-hmm. in the community when they want to announce something right mm-hmm. something new comes out they write their blog post yeah well they actually yeah. um, they send them it. out through different places and. Mm-hmm. Some on Twitter, some on Facebook, some on LinkedIn. Yep. And this is one of the reasons why I really got into that whole social media thing. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not one of the... I wouldn't consider myself a pro, though. I just kind of go along. Yeah. And yeah. that's good. Yeah. You know, it might change in the future. Yeah, again. Right, you never right, know, yeah, yeah. right? It's one of these things. Well, let's see where it takes us. Yeah. It's kind of any level is whatever, you know, whatever you want to do. Um, so for you, what do you do? So we talked we talked about work and community. Mm-hmm. And I know you have a family and mm-hmm. all of that. Which, what do you what do you do out for fun? And what do you, or how do you relax? Or, you know, when you're not when you're not typing away talking about end user adoption. <laughs> <laughs> well, so in, in Minneapolis, I actually spent a lot of time on the tiny little ski hill we had there in the Twin Cities. So okay. I learned how to ski as a kid. Okay. Uh, when my older daughter ended up being finally old enough to take ski classes, I right. signed up for the classes, and they said, "Well, why don't you 
come work for us because you know how to ski. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I've never worked as a ski instructor. Well, you know, it's it's the people personality that we need, and the rest we teach you. So I actually spent uh, those last years in Minneapolis, I think five or six years as a ski instructor. And you know, the winters in the Twin Cities oh, yeah. are brutal, very cold and long. And yes. we still were every single weekend on a ski hill, and it was just wonderful. So, so it was skiing there. My husband started to ski as well. Both oh, cool. kids did. Yeah. Now, of course, we're in Germany, so we're closer to the Alps. We haven't been skiing as much as we would like to. Okay. But okay. Uh, we're going to be getting there. But the other thing, which is my big passion, is actually knitting. I always have oh. a knitting project with me, and okay. uh, I learned learned it as a kid. I picked it up again eight nine years ago during a really cold Christmas in right. Minneapolis. <laughs> Like, okay, I need like, something to I do. need to get rocket right. on this stuff. That's so fun. And what fun. do you typically make? Well, I, I like to do scarves, mm. mostly different type of scarves, wow. mainly because oftentimes I actually give them away. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. when I start a project, I never have a certain person in mind. Uh-huh. So well, I, I start a project based on what I like, on the colors I like, sure. on the material, and uh-huh. then somebody uh-huh. comes out of somewhere and right. then it turns into a gift. Yeah. And I love it. But you know what it really is for me? It's my type of ther- it's my kind of therapy sure. because I talk to people all day long mm-hmm. and then need I need to have time in the evening to just sit yes and go through all the conversations and compute what was said and oftentimes ideas on how to take the next step in a project mm-hmm. actually come when I knit yeah that that makes total sense it's a zen moment right it's it is a, yeah it's my own it's thing yeah yeah and that's cool so my pattern are usually not super complicated it's mm-hmm. fairly easy to follow right sure. yeah. And, but I've also noticed that I've gotten much, much better at it. And I also learned through the knitting. I once took a class in Minneapolis, and it was a lady who said, you can just bring your projects. And she showed me how to do this and that. And uh-huh. I've learned one thing from the knitting, and maybe it's true for work as well. Every one of my knitting projects has a mistake somewhere in there. <laughs> I have never knitted something that is was perfect. perfect. Right? Yeah. But the important thing is I learned from this lady was that only I know what the mistake is and where it is. Right. The others don't. Yes. Right. They look yes. at this whole thing. It's like, oh, this is a beautiful scarf, and right. I would think, yeah, but there's a mistake there. And she said, but people don't see the mistake. Right. You're yeah. good. Absolutely. Yeah. So it took something from knitting into my work life. Absolutely. So it's made me more relaxed about yeah. looking at things. You know, when something doesn't work as well. I mean, it's important that you learn a lesson from it and sure. you try not to repeat it. Yeah. But it's not the end of the world. It's yeah. from the mistakes that we really learn. Right, absolutely. To do it better next yeah, time. Yeah, that's super cool. Came out of knitting. Yeah, and I love that you found something for you that, like, takes you to a place where you can, like, decouple a little bit. And right. And then, you know, that's, that's Came awesome. Came unexpected, too. That's, yeah. again, one of those things. It wasn't something planned. Yeah. It was just, oh, it's really freezing cold. Mm-hmm. You can't go out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what can we do? Totally. Let's pick that up again. That's so, so that's what I meant awesome. by you never know where things take you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so. and it's something with absolutely, thank you, no screen time. Oh, yeah, you there's know? no screen. Yeah. Actually, we never, we didn't have a TV in, in Minneapolis. Yeah. So we were actually a radio family. So the oh. radio was on a lot. I would oh. listen to different radio shows. And so there was mm-hmm. some media, mm-hmm. but not TV, no screen time. Okay. Yeah, definitely no gotcha. screen time. Wow, very cool. Yeah. I like it. So, last question. Yeah. Um, what would be uh, that spark or that moment, uh, person, place, thing, time that really kind of seats you in where you are today in your life, if you would share with everybody? Yeah. Um, there, there was 
I've, I've worked, I had the incredible fortune a few times in my life to work with a few people that I really consider leaders mm -hmm. and the way they, they worked with people, they interacted with people, mm -hmm. they were true leaders. Yeah. But there was this, this one person in, in that company in Minneapolis and I had the conversation with him and I said, yeah. well, you're new here, you're my new manager, yeah. I want to do SharePoint full time. Mm, okay. And he knew SharePoint from his previous company and even though he had just met me a few days before or a week before when he joined the company, and he was an executive so mm. it was easy for him to maybe make the decision. Right. He saw something yeah. in me mm -hmm. and an opportunity and he gave me the opportunity to do that. So he created that position for me. Wow. Against objectives of other executives. Okay. And this is how I made the change from my administrative roles into the technology part. Awesome. Not everybody supported it at the time, well. which was in the end was one of the reasons why I <laughs> right. actually then had to move on to another company because I could oh. tell, oh, you know, the switch from being an admin person mm -hmm. to dealing with technology for some for some folks, it was hard to wrap their mind around it. And I didn't quite s they weren't able to see it that yeah. it's possible. Right. But I think he, I mean, on, on one hand, he's really the one that said, okay, let's do it. I think you can do it. Here we go. Mm -hmm. So that was really the, the one defining moment, this one person saying, yeah, I see this opportunity. But I have to say that I have met so many different people after getting into SharePoint in this community, and I have taken little bits of things from many different folks. Mm -hmm. And that has really shaped me. Yeah. That's so awesome. that's like if I, yeah, if I think a little bit longer about it and really think through all the people that, that have touched me in my life and I have interacted with, yeah. I'm sure there are more points. But I mean, if this man at that point would not have given me the opportunity. Right. Be a very different conversation, right? I probably would have switched companies, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah. then the question is, how would I have started, and in what role would right. I have started another company, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that was a defining moment, really. Mm -hmm. And of oh. course, the other defining moment was just packing up and moving to the U.S. Yeah, right. But hey. Yeah, yeah. My leaving the Midwest for me was a defining moment for sure. You know, yeah. like everyone else in my life from there and going yeah. far I mean not quite Germany to yeah. Minneapolis yeah. but definitely Chicago to Seattle yeah I get it yeah those are big moves yeah and I, and, and I do think now I, I think one thing that living in LA certainly has taught me and I mm -hmm. took that with me is that when you meet people in LA the folks that look really shiny mm -hmm. are not necessarily that shiny yeah, and yeah. sometimes <laughs> you can relate, right? And, and sometimes you meet people that come in ripped jeans and an old T-shirt, and you yeah. start talking to them, and you have the most interesting person in front yes. of you. So one thing I learned living in LA is that you can never ever judge a person by the way they look. Mm -hmm. You even if you have a first inclination to yep. think a certain thing, you yeah. gotta have a conversation, find yeah. out a little bit more, right. and then it opens up a whole yeah. different world. And that's one thing I definitely learned in LA, and I, 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 I think it was an important lesson because I, I mean, nowadays, there's the, the, the topics of diversity and inclusion. I yeah. love going to these sessions because it is really true. I mean, we're all carrying our little package, mm -hmm. and it's very easy to be upset about people, yeah. to complain about things. Yeah. But in the end, it's, I think, always important to 
be empathetic and really ask yourself, well, who knows where that person is coming from? Yeah, they, they might have some things they go through, and maybe that's why they're reacting like this. And mm -hmm. it might not even be personally something about me. Yeah. So yeah, LA. That's what LA taught me, actually. That's cool. Yeah, I, I liked I liked LA. Yeah. I, I like Minneapolis. Too. Yeah, loved living there, and I'm happy <laughs> I'm in Munich. <laughs> yeah, I know you did kind of did a big old circle. So yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. I what a delight to talk to you. I know we've talked a few times, but I always get to learn so much about people when we do when I do these. I'm like, you're amazing. So I thank really you. This was really fun. Good. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. Absolutely. I always love talking to you. Oh, it's always great to hear what you. you're up to and where yeah. you're out and about. <laughs> so thank you. you. You're very welcome. And I'll see you in March in Munich, right? Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. So yes, yes, hopefully yes, for sure. Well, you know, if March doesn't work out, there's always going to be another time when you can stop yeah, by. Yeah, I would love to. I it's a definitely on my list of places to go, uh, for sure. And uh, yeah, so um, we will put in the show notes how folks can get a hold of you and uh, connect with you on Twitter and all the other fun things. And again, thank you so much. So thank you. Appreciate you're it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Heather. You're welcome. So everybody, that has been another episode of the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And here is to another bright, beautiful, big day on this big blue spinning sphere. The original music on this podcast was created by Jesse Case.